Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Ghostly Residents of Old Cape Cod. Today we're going to go a little bit further down Cape. Uh, We're going to go to Brewster, to Ocean Edge, which is a very luxurious resort area here on the Cape. The mansion, and this is the history, there's quite a bit of history written on this um, location, but we'll, we'll go with this one. The mansion at Ocean Edge, built in 1907, actually it was built earlier than that, and a member of Historic Hotels of America since 2022, was listed in the National Register of Historic Places all the way back in 1986. While this historic structure has stood for more than a century, It has not always been a luxurious boutique hotel. On the contrary, the mansion at Ocean Edge was once the beautiful manor house for the influential Nickerson family. In the late 19th century, a renowned Chicago-based financial tycoon named Samuel Mayo Nickerson purchased 48 acres of undeveloped land on the outskirts of Brewster. At the time, one of the most expensive homes constructed in the United States, after investing more than $450,000 into its creation. Now, that's quite a bit. Nickerson's gorgeous estate included a palatial Victorian mansion at its center called Fieldstone Hall, along with an elaborate Tudor-style stable on the hill overlooking Cape Cod Bay. The project proved to be a massive in scope, taking several years to finish. While Nickerson and his wife, Matilda, would spend many summers at Fieldstone Hall, He had actually built the facility with his son Roland in mind. Roland's health was constantly in a state of flux, and Samuel had hoped the residents by the sea would give his son a much-needed place to relax. Excited, Roland and his wife Addie and their children began making regular trips to Fieldstone Hall, as soon as it opened in 1890. Indeed, <clears throat> excuse me, Roland and Addie enjoyed their time so much at Fieldstone Hall that they even considered it to be something of a second home. Nevertheless, misfortune soon occurred when all of Fieldstone Hall experienced a great structural accident a few years later, also a massive fire. <clears throat> and it burned right down to the ground. Roland had had also passed away not long thereafter, thus furthering the family's hardship. Unshaken from the tragedies, Addie Nickerson, keep her in mind now, decided to rebuild her family's estate. Work on the new building began in 1907 and lasted for nearly five years. Architect Horace Frazier crafted its magnificent appearance on behalf of the Nickersons, using an eclectic blend of different architectural styles to craft its brilliant facade. 
excuse me, gorgeous stucco tiling formed most of the exterior, while imported Italian marble was placed throughout the inside. Perhaps the building's most impressive feature was the masterfully carved oak staircase that ascended to the second floor. When the new Nickerson Mansion finally made its grand debut, it stood as one of the most architecturally impressive buildings in all of Cape Cod. Addie and her own son, Roland Jr., moved into the building right as Fraser installed the final architectural touches. The building would subsequently remain in the Nickerson's family for over the next few decades. Decades, oh, sorry. <clears throat> Until the family decided to sell it to the missionaries of La Salette in 1945. Bishop James E. Cassidy specifically approved the sale. They bought it for costing $25,000 to acquire. The order subsequently integrated the building into a larger complex that operated as a seminary but also a college for young men. But during the early 1980s, Cochrane Jennison purchased the erstwhile mansion for just under $1 million and transformed it into a luxurious hotel that would be part of a much larger resort called Ocean Edge Resort and Golf Club. Jennison himself oversaw the design in which he passionately preserved its amazing historical character, known today as the Mansion at Ocean Edge. This historic setting has become one of Cape Cod's most exclusive vacation retreats. Travelers will relish, relish its rich institutional heritage and wonderful historical architect. Now, <clears throat> here is a timeline. 1890, Samuel Mayo Nickerson and his wife Matilda built their Brewster Summer residence on a bluff overlooking Cape Cod Bay. It included Fieldstone Hall, a carriage house, a nine-hole golf course, a stone tower used to generate electricity, and a private game preserve. The, the estate was occupied by their son, Roland, and his wife, Addie. <clears throat> Socially and politically prominent, the Nickersons entertained frequently and lavishly. It was not uncommon for the social event of the year to be held at Fieldstone Hall. 1906, the Fieldstone Hall burned to the ground. 1912, construction began. Actually, it began in 1907, and it was completed in 1912. <clears throat> um, 1945, the Nickerson Mansion was sold to the La Salette Religious Order, where it served as a seminary and college for men. 1980, Co Cochrane Jennison purchased the mansion, carriage house, and the 52-acre parcel to eventually develop what resort guests and club members know now know as Ocean Edge Resort and Golf Club. 
2021. Um, the uh, today the mansion and carriage house have been enhanced to be to benefit their historical character, including period furnishings and a and appropriate finishes to the newly restored wood. There is 21,000 square feet of function space throughout the resort. Cape Cod's only Nikolaus, <laughs> who, guess who that was, designed golf course, four exquisite restaurants, 338 guest rooms, nine tennis courts, six pickleball courts, a private beach, and six pools. The resort's numerous amenities complement the Nickerson's family inspiration to have the ability to entertain extravagantly, lead an active lifestyle, or simply relax and enjoy the tranquil setting. Well, there you have the basic... <laughs> we haven't gotten to the ghost yet, but that's the second part. Um, <clears throat> so stay tuned. I'll be back with the second part, which is a one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. Um, how shall I say it? Anyhow, Liz Mahana has written a wonderful um, story about her <laughs> interactions with the ghosts at uh, at the Ocean Edge. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. everyone welcome back this is the second part of our podcast and this is the um story that uh elizabeth mahana wrote about her experiences at uh, ocean edge um ocean edge she writes and i quote ocean edge resort is located in the historic town of brewster massachusetts the Ocean Edge Resort is well known for its luxurious accommodations, seaside vistas, and excellent service, but it's also known for things that go bump in the night, namely ghostly residents. Originally, the facility was the Nickerson Mansion, built by a man named Samuel Nickerson in 1906 for his wife, Addie, and their son, Ronald. Now, listen, keep that in mind. I want you to keep Addie's name in mind because that's kind of important. Shortly after the construction, the Masterpiece Mansion caught fire and burned to the ground. Two weeks later, Samuel and R Ronald mysteriously passed away. The new Victorian-style mansion was erected over the Nickerson Mansion place in 1912, but we know it started in 1907 and finished in 1912 and still stands today. It is a part of the Nat National Register of Historical Places. It is rumored that Addie's ghost still wanders the halls mourning the loss of her son and husband. 
guests at Ocean Edge are encouraged to purchase what they call the Spooky Package, which includes a flashlight and a guided ghost hunt for Addie's spirit. It also includes the use of a Ouija board for one night and a jack-o'-lantern full of treats. This is Liz's story. I began working at Ocean Edge when I was 16 years old. It was a seasonal position. My first job was at Mulligan's Restaurant on the other side, the older side of Ocean Edge. I was a prep cook and dishwasher. When I turned 18, I became a what they called a convenience server at the mansion, setting up for meetings and weddings in both mansions. The carriage house is where the ghosts like to hide. Up in the attic where we store the linen to set up the rooms upstairs. That is where you don't want to go alone, or if you do go there, bring someone with you. When you are up there, you hear strange noises and banging about. If you're smart, you run the hell out of there and never run back again. You have a feeling that someone is standing right behind you with a cold, dark feeling that someone is touching you, especially your hair. When I was 21 and seven months pregnant with my daughter, I went back to work at the pools. Nothing, thank God, was spooky about that part of the main mansion. A couple of years ago, on a wintry day, I wanted to clear myself. I wanted to do some ghost hunting on my own. I did take my daughter, Caitlin, and my sister, Rachel. The place was closed for the season, but the mansions are always open, and the front desk people are always there. Katie... Rachel and I went over to the carriage house and went up the stairs to Samuel's room. Samuel, of course, you remember, is one of the sons. We turned on our cell phones and recorded. I asked if there was anyone here with us. Show us a sign that you're here. It took a few minutes. I asked again, and then the air conditioning turned on all by itself. It scared the right out of Katie and Rachel. They ran off down the stairs. Mind you, this is in the dead of winter. I went down the stairs to Addie's room. That room is off the main kitchen where they prepare for the weddings we used to set up. There is also a deck off that room looking right over Cape Cod Bay. We wanted to try one more time and see what might happen. We turned on our phones, and again, I asked, if there was anyone here with us, show yourself or give us a sign. Again, scaring the daylights out of us, dishes from the kitchen began to fall and break. The three of us ran out of there like bats out of hell. Would I go back by myself? No. I would go back, definitely, with more people. That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. P.S. I have to dig out my old cell phone where we recorded it. And this podcast and all of our podcasts are created and produced 
on anchor.fm. The easiest way to make a podcast, and trust me, it is. The podcast is hosted by capecodwriters.net and can be found on their website, www.capecodwriters.net. You may also find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for haunting with us. Stay tuned.